इट्स एन ऑट स्टोरी प्रोडक्शन फ्रेंडली that's one aspect of sustainability we're going to be looking at another aspect of sustainability which is how do we bounce back or how do we weather the market upheavals the global pandemics recessions we can never be recession proof but how can we be recession resistant how resilient are we and uh, with that i bring on our guest for today aparna hey guys so aparna is a great friend of mine an old friend uh, been a friend for past more than 20 years beyond that of course she's a behavioral trainer and facilitator and a coach she's got a good experience and with a good know how of the corporate world as well as the the business or the business owner world uh she's worked with a lot of business leaders she's helped them with their career management decisions how to improve their, their team performance enhancing their leadership styles she loves working with women in leadership great woman leader herself i know and uh, so she's helping other women in leadership roles gain mastery in self awareness and develop their own leadership style one thing even she doesn't know is that she's been one of my inspirations when i quit the corporate world and wanted to start off on my own uh, entrepreneurial journey so she's one of the inspirations that i had uh, she's gone through a transformation journey herself she's come from a time of confusion where she's done everything whatever came to her and to now where she's developed her own niche She has her own YouTube channel. We'll be sharing that link in the show notes. She's just completed 200 videos on how you can improve yourself, productivity, and becoming more resilient. So, with that, Aparna, <laughs> tell us more about your own journey, how you went from confused to consistent, and where you're now helping others get aware of themselves. Thank you so much, Shiva. I did not know I was your inspiration, so it feels good. Uh, I'm right now flying somewhere above. Uh, the clouds <laughs> all right so it's it's great to be here guys uh, my journey uh, i rarely talk about uh, is that uh, it has been full of upheavals uh, like i like i have been telling you earlier the decision to quit corporate life i think is i can say is the turning point in my life because uh, up until that time i was wrapped up or rather cocooned in a comfortable corporate job I, i'm in no way demeaning the kind of experience i had i had a tremendous experience in all my uh, profiles all the roles that i have been in, in in the corporate world and they sort of shaped me to become who i am having said that um 23 years is a long time to be just being on an autopilot and that's exactly where i was around 2012 or 2013 i got uh, into this leadership uh, training program or development program of my company at that time i was with lnt infotech and i had a coach who was assigned to me and that actually was a turning point for me uh, even then even after going through that process i still took about 3 years to take the decision to move out of the corporate world one of the biggest things which basically blocked was what will i do after i step out you know because we i've grown pretty much uh, facing customers and that's the role that i played i 
didn't know what I will do once I step out of the corporate world. So I need to figure that out. Um, having said that, I also was fascinated by the seed this coach has planted in me. For the first time, I started thinking, what is it that I'm passionate about? What is it that I love doing? And believe me, I had no answers. I was like, I don't know what I will do. What are my interests? I used to paint sometime when I was a kid. I used to play an instrument when I was a kid. But pretty much the moment you step into your college and step into the corporate job, you completely lose out of that. So I was totally confused. I didn't know what passions I had. Slowly, I sort of figured that out in terms of speaking to people, in terms of my own head. I had to sort of deep dive into my own head to figure stuff out. It took three years for me to take the decision. One more thing I should say at this point where I had to really fight my internal demons was straight out of college, as I graduated, I stepped into the corporate world. So I never sort of requested or asked money from my dad and uh, have never asked money or relied on asking money from my husband. After so many years, the biggest obstacle I found in which was sort of was in my way I mean, not having a salary or the comfort of having a salary every uh, month and going back and asking, probably asking my husband of that, I want to spend money on something. And that sort of rankled me, you know, it is something that I had to work with. So that is the biggest time when I feel like the self-awareness and why is it that I'm, why should I think like that? Uh, you know, the ego that I had within me was like a giant and I had to fight that. So all in all, there was so much of self-awareness and self-work I had to do for me to figure out many things. Coaching helped tremendously. And at one point I said, you know what, the way I'm going through, I know, know many, many people out there are going through similar emotions, similar feelings, and I would want to help them. Because a lot of times I felt very helpless and I didn't have anyone around me. Why can I not be that catalyst in the other person helping them change? So that was when I found clarity and then I had the courage to then quit and start something on my own. So that's a backstory about how I started off uh, being an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or a business owner, in whichever way you want to sort of bracket me into. But that's been the story, Shiva. And <laughs> That's an interesting story. So Aparna, something which you mentioned that you were assigned a coach during your leadership development session while you were working in the corporate. Mm-hmm. All right. And that was a turning point. So what was that specific key turning point that led you to start your own business journey? Turning point, uh, Vineet, came about when, you know, like I said, up until that time, I was in a comfort zone, right? And uh, so there's this assessment that's been done on me. And the assessment results showed that I'm not really uh, aligned or the job that I was doing is not really aligned to the personality that I am, which was shocking to me. Because until then, I never ever thought that, you know, business or starting something on my own. I always thought, you know what, I have grown in the corporate world and this is the way forward for me. I never even thought about anything other than that. So the seed I can say beneath has been planted through the assessment and that journey itself that I've taken during that time. But there was also a parallel thread that was running uh, in my personal life, right? So I have a 16-year-old son right now, but at the time he was pretty young, five years less. So he was around uh, 11 
and i always had this guilty mother syndrome right so that i was not around him and uh, i was almost working for 10 hours and uh, giving him only the weekend and weekends his uh, time is packed because he had classes and you know how kids have many things in their uh, agenda so uh, he was completely occupied and we had rarely had uh, enough time with each other so the catalyst i can say was this also the fact that mm-hmm. i was n- not only going to move around uh, doing something that i love doing plus i'm going to be there for my son was i think the deal breaker for me it was like killing two birds with one shot and i said okay uh, this is the message that universe is giving me so i should just plunge and move forward so yes that sort of helped me a lot yes i think that is an important i think the catalyst which we realized where where you start up and we all go through this catalyst moment which actually changes our life and i think that was your uh, as you said your personality test which said uh, you are not supposed to be in the role you were yeah so surprisingly you know because i i mean my clients were all very happy i always had uh, appreciation from the clients and i was always uh, the person with highest retention in whichever company i was working with yeah. so this was like a shocker for me saying oh am i not supposed yeah. to be but then i didn't know what else i can do you know that's also very strange because a lot of times you're like oh i will do something and i mean i didn't have any other skills other than a gift of gab i guess <laughs> <laughs> we we go through this things often where we say uh, we are good at this but is this what we want to do and uh, that often what leads us to rethink sometimes what we are doing and how do we want to move forward and there's a question that uh, what in aparna as a person helps the aparna as a business owner bounce back or be resilient in her journey <laughs> okay uh, interesting so uh, there is this very strong mental strength mm-hmm. i can say that i acknowledge that i have a you know i'm i'm someone who's always in a solution mode right uh, and the reason uh, i am always in solution mode is my father always told me don't ever depend on anyone ever in your life you know that is something that i've been told time and again as i when i was growing up so somewhere down the line you know those uh, positive uh, reinforcement those words that my father fed into me sort of made me to be always in the solution mode okay, okay. so the, i don't know if it is a good thing or a bad thing because sometimes some people think it's a it's a very bad you know thing to have is that the moment if there is a conflict or there is some issue or there is some failure or a catastrophe or whatever that happens to to me the first thing i do is to think how can i come out of it what do i do to go overcome it so i'm always in the solution mode so it took me a while you know shiva for me to not immediately jump into solution because okay. that's how i have been always trained into i realized during my self awareness phase and also i i have been through a lot of personal uh, turmoil as well and during the process even then i realized you know what why do you always think about solution why not just be with the pain that you're feeling right now and figure out the solution later but at least acknowledge what is happening with you instead of suppressing it because that has another side effects right the moment you are having some kind of a frustration you are not letting the those emotions out when you are immediately planning the next step or next move are you following what i'm saying yeah yeah so if for example something happened to me and i'm not even with that pain i'm immediately jumping into how can i come out of it but i had to learn to say okay 
I will figure out the solution tomorrow. Right now, let me be with this pain or let me be with whatever that has happened. Trying to analyze, trying to reflect and introspect about why this has happened. What was the root cause? Let me figure things out. And this was very important for me, uh, which also makes me the way I am, is because when that introspection doesn't happen, you know, you are not really learning from your mistakes. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So, so this is something that I've learned, Shiva. It's not something that I was born with. I mean, even now I have to like immediately jump into solution and I'm like bringing myself back saying, you know what, tomorrow, we'll do the solution tomorrow. Today, reflect on what has happened. Be with the issue. Think about uh, how you can avoid this in the future that we'll think about what to do next, later. Because I've been into the introspection mode, now I'm much more aware about my own self. Okay. The fears that I have, you know, what could happen, what could go wrong. And I am very, very careful the next step I'm taking. I felt that was one of the indicators of building resilience within me. So the way I look at it, uh, Shiva, <laughs> resilience is where you fall down and you have enough mental strength to move forward. Moving forward without actually analyzing is also not a good thing because then you are going to repeat the mistakes. I agree. Absolutely. Right? So that is what I felt, which I need to learn during the whole process because there's been multiple level, failures for at many levels. And I had to overcome each of them and say, okay, what? Why did this happen? How could I have done better? Can I do anything else? Should I collaborate? Should I uh, reach out to somebody I know? Or what do I do at this stage? Okay. So that I can avoid. So Aparna, I mean, uh, great uh, understanding your story. So you moved on from corporate world to you took that step to become a business owner. Plus a lot of things which was getting on into the personal life in terms of turmoil. So I am damn sure that anybody who jumps into entrepreneurship, whether it is as a solopreneur or starting a small company or even a big one, that is also full of challenges. So how was your business journey and your personal, uh, what do you call experiences, which you built over time in terms of solution finding, getting resilient? How did the entire personality shape up both your professional and personal thing and it helped you in your entrepreneurial journey? Um, excellent question, Vineet. But uh, what I uh, can tell you is this. When I started off, I was completely, like I said, you know, thoroughly confused. I knew I had a background of uh, conducting training programs within LNT, uh, with, within my teams. And I thought, okay, I can actually start doing that. So that is something that I started off doing while I pursued in credentialing myself, you know, getting myself uh, certified as a coach. I didn't want to do anything without a proper background or without a proper uh, knowledge. I didn't want to go and call myself as a coach in the market. So that is what the first thing that I've done. So having your knowledge itself plus added certificate will help because then people will start taking you seriously. So that's one, the first thing that I've done. But, you know, after that, I think uh, what happened to me was I was all over the place. You know, there was no strategy. And I realized later that strategy is so important when you are a business owner because without proper path, without proper roadmap, you will just go all over the place. And that's exactly what happened to me. First two years, uh, Vineet, I started off uh, my company in 2016 and towards end of 2016. Actually, 31st August is when I quit and I started my company in mid-September. So 
for almost two years after that, I was just about doing every single thing. So I would do a communication workshop. I would do, you know, uh, some English workshop, uh, body uh, language workshops, you know, etiquettes and uh, sales behaviors. And over a period, what I realized was that, you know, I'm not really enjoying doing everything. You know, I'm sort of cutting myself too thin, spreading myself too thin in various areas. So I had to sort of take a step back and then sit down and strategize. Uh, And uh, Shiva has been useful. Uh, He's been a great help. He has helped me strategize my business and, uh, you know, sort of get down to that niche that I was always looking at. So about a year and a half ago, I decided that I will not do every single thing. I sort of consolidated uh, my business. I stopped uh, accepting opportunities which were not really giving me satisfaction because at this point, I can say this is the second innings. I shouldn't do anything which I'm not really satisfied uh, with. So I sort of carved myself a niche of becoming a behavioral uh, in the behavioral area. So I do behavioral related trainings, facilitation workshops, as well as coaching more into that space. And there's a reason why I do that, because uh, what I realized over a period of time, and this is true in my case as well, what behavior you see outside, right, uh, is what is visible outside is not just the behaviors that you see in a person is not just the behavior or not just how the person is. There's so many things that are contributing to that behavior. Yeah, the various layers, and I think, the various layers. With- various layers. It's like an iceberg, right? So uh, it's it's various layers. and. The moment you go deeper within those layers and trying to sort of make change there, transform there, that is when you can actually see your behavior changing outside. This is what I feel every entrepreneur should really work with. For example, you have an idea uh, and you wanted to start something on your own. More importantly, you need to dig deeper saying, okay, what is the connection of this particular idea with my core, with with my values, with my beliefs? Is it resonating? Is it in alignment or it's not in alignment? And then your actions will determine based on that, whether that idea is going to be successful or no. If any idea that, you know, business idea that you are going to start with is aligned with your inner self, then you will become, you know, resilient. You will or taken all the failures that comes your way and still go at it consistently. So the whole whole deal with business owners is that you will fail, but for you to become consistent and grow, you need to rather keep at it constantly. But I think your focus is always. That's yeah, in fact, I, I want to stop because that that's a point that I actually want to get in into and uh, as as in fact one of the closing questions because it's an important point which you said. For business owners, among our listeners, we have business owners, solopreneurs, everybody. So if, if you had to say the three pieces of advice to business owners for the market today, it, today we have the COVID pandemic, tomorrow we may have something else, we have a recession. How do you prepare and how do you be resilient and how do you bounce back? Three pieces of advice if you had to give it. Right. Uh, first thing is uh, what Simon Sinek always says, you have to start with why. You have to find your why. If your why is strong, why are you in this business? Why do you want to you know, work with this product or with this service? Uh, once your why is ready, everything else will fall into place. Second, you have to give yourself some time. 
okay, which means, yes, uh, there are deadlines. Yes, there are uh, calls to be made, people to meet. Yes, you have, you want to scale up really fast. But if you ignore what makes you tick, which means your family, your health, your um, passions, the other passions that you have, it could be movies, music, long drives, vacations, your business cannot be at the cost uh, or rather your life cannot be at the cost of uh, ignoring all these just because you want to build a business. So uh, the second advice I would say, don't ignore yourself in the process of building a business. The business will become much more uh, sustainable when you are focusing, you keep your uh, attention even on yourself. The third one is to upgrade yourself every single time and the things that make you unique, the books that you have learned from, the quotes, the anecdotes, the leaders that you've learned from, you have to always sort of keep yourself motivated and keep yourself upgraded, upskilled, whatever fancy word that you can use. You have to sort of keep yourself up to date in your area of business. And I think this is important rather for any business business owners to stay consistent and to you know, to build a sustainable business. Great. I mean, great uh, listening to you, Aparna. So just to summarize our entire episode, now, as you got into this uh, training and the coaching business you had, you had, you went all over the place doing everything. Lastly, you realized that behavioral training is something what you do. And that is how you are helping the other business owners, the other uh, entrepreneurs, uh, incorporate them in their, uh, what do you call, mindset to become successful. And finally speaking, the 3K advice for everybody is like, start with your why and know why you are in business. Give yourself time, the time which is needed, be it your family, health, passions. Life does not uh, come at a cost of your business. Life is always first. And lastly, as it says that keep on upgrading yourself every time. So, listeners, thanks for being with us. And thank you, Aparna. This was, uh, I think, I think a lot of lessons from your story and your advice for uh, all our listeners, for us. And these, these are great pieces of advice that, that are going to be there. Learn from your own life story. And uh, to our listeners who want to follow Aparna and her YouTube channel, I would suggest that go over and listen to it. It's Aparna RK on YouTube. The link we're going to be including it in our show notes. A lot of videos, 200 videos, some part of it on her life lessons, what she's learned herself, what she's experienced, and what other guests have experienced, some productivity tips, and a whole lot of failure stories and resilience stories. So with that, uh, catch us on, we are on Spotify, we are on Apple, and a whole lot of other leading uh, podcast platforms. Just search for Be Impactful, that's impactful with an E or click on the links in our show notes. So let us know what are your resilience or your bounce back stories. With that, thank you listeners. And before we sign off, always remember, see with your heart, listen with your mind and spread your wings far and wide. Be impactful always, folks. Bye.